Cardiac section 3, 4 of 23, heart failure, systolic versus diastolic. Heart failure results when the myocardium's pumping action fails to satisfy the body's metabolic demands. Since a properly functioning ventricle must be able to accept and eject preload, the failing ventricle has a defect in its ability to fill or empty. Systolic heart failure, the ventricle doesn't empty well. The hallmark of systolic heart failure is a decreased ejection fraction with an increase in end diastolic volume. Volume overload commonly causes systolic dysfunction. Since the heart cannot squeeze well, a greater volume of blood remains in the ventricle after each contraction. This also means that less oxygen-rich blood is delivered to the periphery. The arterial venous oxygen content difference is increased. Compensatory mechanisms include increased SNS, increased RAS, and increased preload. Diastolic heart failure, the ventricle doesn't fill properly. Diastolic failure occurs when the heart is unable to relax and accept the incoming volume because ventricular compliance is reduced. The defining characteristics of diastolic dysfunction is symptomatic heart failure with a normal ejection fraction. Contractility is generally preserved until the late stage of the disease. Etiology, cardiac compensation, and hemodynamic management. The failing heart changes its size, shape, and function in an attempt to preserve cardiac output. This is known as cardiac remodeling. Over time, these compensatory mechanisms create problems of their own, and a decline in myocardial function ensues. Remodeling can be reversed by ACE inhibitor, pril, any pril drugs, and aldosterone inhibitors such as spironolactone. Etiology of systolic heart failure, uh, myocardial ischemia, valve insufficiency, dilated cardiomyopathy, and etiology for diastolic heart failure, myocardial ischemia, valve stenosis, hypertension, hypertrophic cardiomyopathy, core pulmonale, and obesity. So the difference between chronic systolic failure and chronic diastolic failure is that the end diastolic volume of chronic systolic failure is increased and it is normal in the diastolic failure. End diastolic pressure is increased in the systolic pressure, increase in diastolic failure. End systolic volume increase in systolic failure, normal in diastolic failure. Stroke volume decrease or normal for both systolic and diastolic. Left ventricular mass increase in systolic failure and diastolic failure is also increased. Left ventricular geometry for chronic systolic failure is eccentric hypertrophy and then concentric hypertrophy for chronic diastolic failure. Preload for systolic heart failure is already high, so diuretics if it's too high and for diastolic heart failure volume required to stretch non-compliant ventricle left ventricular and diastolic pressure does not correlate with left ventricular and diastolic volume tee is the best after load for systolic heart failure is um, decreased to reduce myocardial workload maintain cpp for diastolic heart failure keep elevated to perfuse a thick myocardium maintain cpp so like neosinephrine. Contractility for systolic heart failure augment with inotrope as needed like dobutamine. Diastolic heart failure usually normal. Heart rate for systolic heart failure usually high due to increased SNS tone. If EF is low, then a higher heart rate is needed to preserve cardiac output. Diastolic heart failure slow, normal to increase diastolic time and CPP. The right heart. 
The right heart is thinner, more compliant, and weaker than the left heart. Anything that increases pulmonary vascular resistance can impair RV function, such as hypoxia, hypercarbia, and acidosis. Nitrous oxide can increase peripheral vascular resistance. Treatment for right ventricular failure includes inotropes and decreasing peripheral vascular resistance, like reversing the causes mentioned above and nitric oxide. The most common cause of right heart failure is left heart failure.